0: As an athlete, I am sure that you're used to physical training. You know that if you want to play well in your sport, you have to practice, you have to train your skills. But what about your mental skills? Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. Hey there, I'm Eli Straw, mental performance coach and founder of successstartwithin.com. Mental training is just as important as physical training. If you don't have the mental skills to increase your self-confidence, manage pressure, control your focus, manage expectations, then it doesn't matter how skilled you are physically, you're always going to fall short of what you're capable of. So the two have to be working together. In addition to your physical skills, you need to be training your mental skills. Now, this isn't as universally known of a thing as physical training. I know that when I was in high school and college playing baseball, I didn't necessarily know about mental training, so I didn't use mental training. What I'm going to do in this video is show you all the main mental skills that you need to be working on and the mental tools that you need as an athlete. And then at the end, what we're going to do is kind of take all of them and see how you can turn them into a routine that you can use on a daily basis just like you do in terms of your physical training. Now, the first mental training tool I want to discuss is self-talk. The way that you speak to yourself as an athlete is so important because it's going to influence your confidence. It's going to have an impact on the anxiety or the fear that you feel. The way that you can use self-talk when you're wanting to train your mind is to think about the thoughts that you have during a game as something that needs to be trained. I know it's a little bit of a strange concept, but When you truly understand and get to the core of how your thoughts work, you realize that what you put in is what is going to be spit out. So if you're putting in kind of negative thoughts or worse, if you're putting in thoughts that you aren't really sure what you're putting in, which more often than not, they're critical they're judgmental thoughts, then that's what you're going to get during games. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be critical of your game because you always want to be improving, but during a game, during competition, You need to be thinking thoughts. You need to be speaking to yourself in a way that is going to improve your performance. Now, that's normally going to be speaking to yourself in a confident way. Sometimes it also needs to be speaking to yourself in a calming way and also speaking to yourself in a way that helps you redirect your focus. What you can do when you're training your self-talk is... Think about, okay, I am training how I want to speak to myself. I am practicing and ingraining in my mind phrases that I know, hey, if I say this to myself during a game, that's going to help me boost my confidence. That's going to help me increase my focus. That's going to help me be more calm. While you're doing this, one of the really cool things that happens is you actually begin altering your natural thought patterns, which then begin to increase your confidence on a day-to-day basis. It then gives you the power... And more control on a day-to-day basis of your mind so you're kind of working on two levels here but that's how you can really work on training self-talk now to train self-talk what i recommend is just kind of thinking about what do i need to say to myself to feel confident what do i need to say to myself in those moments where i'm really stressed out and feeling anxious during a game what do i need to say to myself right after i make a mistake then what you can do is write out a list of statements make that list of statements, and then begin repeating it to yourself. That's how you train self-talk. The next mental training skill I want to discuss is visualization. Now, visualization can also be referred to as mental rehearsal or mental imagery. Now, that one phrase, mental rehearsal, that really kind of resonates with me, especially when I'm talking to athletes, because I feel like that idea of rehearsing your performance, that's where then you're going to feel comfortable with this tool. All you do with visualization is you imagine yourself performing. So you go through in your mind, you close your eyes, and you imagine yourself kicking the soccer ball, throwing the football, throwing the baseball, swinging, hitting the tennis ball, hitting a drive. You just imagine yourself performing. We can use visualization or mental rehearsal in many different ways. And when I'm working with an athlete, what I'll do is kind of identify in what way and what capacity do you really need to make use of visualization? We can use visualization to improve confidence in your skills. This is done by repeatedly seeing yourself perform your skills, seeing yourself perform your skills well and feeling confident while you do so. But we can also use visualization to help when you're performing under pressure. And what you can do with that is you identify, okay, when I'm performing under pressure, this is how I normally feel kind of anxious, kind of fearful. Maybe you're lacking confidence. You get into that feeling. So you imagine yourself in that situation and then you get into that feeling, into that state of how you normally feel when you are performing under pressure. Then within your visualization, you switch that emotion and you feel confident, you feel calm, you feel in control. And then you see yourself perform. Once again, you see yourself perform well. No matter what kind of visualization you're using or what specific aspect of your game you're wanting to rehearse, there are two key principles you have to keep in mind. One is detail, the other is emotion. You have to make sure that you're going into detail with your visualization, and then you want to make sure that you are bringing emotion into it, whether it's the emotion of feeling calm and relaxed, feeling confident, or feeling successful when you see yourself perform. The third mental training tool that I want to discuss is mindfulness. I like to tell athletes that mindfulness is focus training. Mindfulness really is a state, so you're in that state of mindfulness where you are completely present, you're completely focused in the here and now. How could that help you as an athlete? Well, every sport takes place in the present, so you need to be fully focused on what you're doing. If you're fully focused on what you're doing, that's going to increase your effort, that's going to increase the energy that you're giving to that specific task, Mindfulness also helps to ward off distractions because if you really strengthen this ability in yourself to be mindful, center your attention, it doesn't matter what distractions are around you, you're going to be able to control your focus. To train mindfulness, there are a few different ways that you can do this, but for the case of simplicity, I just want to discuss mindfulness meditation. For mindfulness meditation, all you have to do is once you close your eyes, you're in a nice and comfortable position is begin focusing on your breath. Kind of imagine that you're watching your breath go in and out. I know it's a little bit of an odd idea, but just really focus on that sensation of breathing. Allow your breath to deepen, take nice big inhales, big exhales. But then when you inevitably start to think about something else, maybe you're gonna think about what you're gonna do at practice. Maybe you're gonna think about that last game. Maybe you're gonna think about what you're gonna eat for dinner. All you have to do is notice that thought and bring your attention back onto your breath. It is that, that idea of saying, okay, I am losing my focus. I'm distracted. Noticing that and then returning it to your breath, that right there is really what is training mindfulness. It's training you to be able to control your attention because that's kind of what happens during a game. During a game, if you can identify, okay, I'm getting distracted thinking too much about that past mistake that I just made. I need to return my attention to this present moment. That's where you're gonna actually find success in controlling your attention. With practicing mindfulness, I really suggest starting small. Give yourself a couple of minutes, maybe two minutes, maybe five minutes. At the most, give yourself 10 minutes when you're starting out. When you get more comfortable with it, you can increase to 15 minutes and maybe 20 minutes. The last mental training tool I wanna discuss are performance objectives. Performance objectives really help with getting you prepared for competition because that's kind of what this this whole thing is about is you're wanting to make sure that you are prepared mentally to compete at the best of your abilities. Performance objectives, they give you something that is clear, something that is easy to focus on, and something that is part of the process where you're going to direct your attention as you go into competition. With performance objectives, I think it's really good to set one on the technical side and then set one on the mental side. The technical side you want to think what aspect of my game so this could be part of your technique part of your mechanics something you do with your body that if i focus on doing that really well that's going to put me in a better position to succeed now with performance objectives you're not going into a game preparing necessarily let's say if you're a basketball player to score 25 points what you're doing is wanting to mentally prepare to do the thing that is going to give you the best chance of scoring 25 points. So for you as a basketball player, we can keep it really simple. and We might say, I want to follow through on every shot. That's part of your mechanics. It's part of your technique. But you know that if I focus on that, if that's where my attention is, then I know that I put the best shot up on every single shot. And that gives me a better chance of making the basket. Another example is a softball pitcher where she says, I want to focus on the mitt before every pitch. By her picking up that glove, picking up that mitt, that gives her a better chance of throwing the ball where she wants to throw the ball. Now on the mental side, what you're gonna do is set an objective that involves your mindset and involves kind of the emotional state that you wanna be in as you go into competition. But it's not just setting that that target of that emotional state or mindset. What you're gonna do is think about what can I actively be focusing on that's gonna help me get into that state. An example is saying, I wanna focus on repeating my self-talk statements during the game. Another example is I want to make sure that I focus on feeling confident no matter what. So whenever you begin thinking about, okay, what was my objective today? My, object, my objective was feeling confident. All right, I'm going to feel confident right now. So it becomes this active process where you're practicing and making sure that you're staying in that mindset and emotional state that you want to be in because you know that if I'm in that mindset, that gives me a better chance of succeeding during this game. So those are the main mental training skills and mental training tools that you can use to kind of mentally prepare for competition. Now, how can you use these on a consistent basis? Because all of these need to be used consistently, number one, for you to get comfortable with them, and then number two, so that they can actually have the impact that you want them to have on your game. What you want to do is set yourself a pregame routine. Now, this pregame routine is going to be what you do the night before a game. And then what you do the day of a game. And what you can say is, all right, the night before, I want to make sure that I repeat my self-talk statements and then I perform my visualization. Then what you can say is, all right, once again, in the morning before the game, I want to repeat my self-talk statements. I want to perform my visualization. I'm going to do some mindfulness because I want to make sure that I get into that nice mindful state. And then I'm also going to write and go over my performance objectives. I know it seems like a lot, but what this does is it makes sure that you are giving yourself the best chance to succeed during the game. You're making sure that your mind is your asset rather than a liability. And I know that you're putting in all this work training your physical skills. You are perfecting your mechanics, you're putting time into practice, you're sacrificing things. So why would you wanna leave success during a game up to chance? Why would you not want to make sure that you're doing everything possible to make sure that the time you're putting in Is going to pay off during competition. And that's what making use of mental training can really help you with. Putting yourself in a better position to make sure that your practice skills are translating into a game. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.